Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Hello there. How are you today? Good morning. We are glad to be with you. Um, we are talking about the flood this week. We're going to be in Genesis, this whole week, we're going to be in Genesis 6 and 7. So we're going to get that um, whole time period covered this week, which is a lot. We will mm-hmm. be flooded with information. <laughs> oh, oh, baby. Oh, good. <laughs> Suzanne is on her game this morning. Yes, I'm feeling very punny today. So anyway, Terry, do you want to just jump in and, and we can sure. get going? Yep. Genesis 6, verses 1 through 7. When human beings began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterward. When the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them, they were the heroes of old, men of renown. The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created. And with them, the animals, the birds, and the creatures that move along the ground. For I regret that I have made them. So sad. What is that? My translation says his heart was broken. Mm -hmm. No, And I thought, oh. Yeah, mine says his heart was filled with pain. Mm. Aww. This is something that always strikes me. I'm looking through my notes to see because I saw somewhere that it was like 1,600 years, maybe 1,260 number of years between Adam and the flood. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what that was? Um, Um, I saw that somewhere too. Oh, yep. Right up the FYI box. Yes. So 1,656 years. It Mm -hmm. took... So... This is um, like we talked about how Adam and Eve really messed up. They're expelled from the Garden of Eden, but God was like, it's okay. We're just going to go with plan B, right? We're just going to keep going. When he could have very easily said, "Eh, we're done here, man 2.0. But he was so patient and so tolerant that he waited 1,560 or 56 years for men to fully break his heart before he said, we're done. Mm-hmm. And, he and even then all that time even when he says we're done it's not that he says this is a bad creation you know I, <laughs> he mm-hmm. still wants to work with us so he's got noah and he uses noah just like in the beginning with adam and eve he could have just like you said he could have wiped them out right then and started fresh so he's committed to man um 
He's not out to destroy the, the whole of a man. Mm-hmm. He just has to find a righteous one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that how many people probably lived on the earth after 1,656 years, and out of all of those, there was only one righteous one, only one who wanted to know God and walk with Him and serve Him? Uh-huh. I mean, that, that is FYI. pretty heartbreaking. Sorry. That FYI box says that um, there was probably well over 10 trillion people. Hmm. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. I didn't get that. That was a lot of math. I thought <laughs> I, I didn't try to figure it out. I just read it. <laughs> but we have how many do we have on the earth right now? Oh, we're three hundred thirty billion, but on the earth, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I can find Google it for us, Suzanne. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I just kind of didn't get the math on that whole one. I mean, I'm sure there were quite a few people. And the part that's so sad um, is you're right, just one person after that. It really shows the progression of sin, Mm -hmm. how sin didn't really correct at any time and come back. It just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And that's what happens with our sin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, just a total downhill slide. Mm -hmm. Right. So So the estimated world population right now, because of course you can't have a head count for every single person, but the estimated world population right right now is um, like 7.85 billion people. So we couldn't have had a trillion, even one. Hmm. Now I this mean, is this is based on a 1.05 percent annual population change, but that 10 trillion is two percent. Two percent. Yeah. Yeah, so this comes from the Defender Study Bible, which is obviously a little bit outdated because we're not increasing it. We don't have a 2% increase annually at this point. Um, We're down to more like 1%. But anyway, nobody really knows. That's what it comes down to. But we know that there were a lot of people. Well, birth rate has a lot to do with population. So Mm -hmm. at this point, God... God had said, you know, be fruitful and multiply. And so mm-hmm. we're, we're um, kind of working under the assumption that everybody's out there multiplying. Right. Um, okay. Not having sense. two kids only. Yeah, not restricting, no birth control, no restriction of the number of children. Yeah. Um, and, and death rates are a huge factor for as well. us. And right. remember, these people were living hundreds of years because yeah. we, and mm-hmm. we know that that is a big thing because... In verse 3, it says, The Lord said, My spirit will not contend with man forever, for he is mortal. His days will be 120 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's at this point that God says, You know what? We're, we're not going to let him live like this anymore for mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of years. We're going to restrict their lifespan. Mm-hmm. Um, but he hadn't done that prior to that. Right. 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 That, like, that statement to me, is where he says, My spirit will not contend with man forever, for he is mortal. Um, like that makes me feel sad too, because don't you think that he's looking around going like, you people are not worth it. It is not worth mm-hmm. the heartache that you are causing me to let you live for this long. Like we've got to cap it somewhere, folks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I also think like he was looking around and at his creation, seeing them suffering in this sin. Mm-hmm. It was hard to watch that. It's, it, you know, if you ever see someone who's really into their stuff, into their sin, it's hard to watch that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
And so he, again, like you were saying, Suzanne, he didn't wipe out everyone. Um, he did look for his righteous one, Angie, you were saying that. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe as a reset, you know, yeah. as a reset, yeah. let's take this. Yeah. My creation still is good, but let's just see what's going on now. And then, you know, take out all the excessive sin and everything that's going on. Okay, sin's excessive anyway, but like <laughs> so sin that, is sin is we'll not talk excessive. About, we'll kind of talk about that maybe next. Right. Actually talking about Noah. What do you guys think about the Nephilim? I was just going to say, like, like, all these people who are okay. also procreating, yeah, well, we have the Nephilim in there. Yeah. It's <laughs> the pretty sons fascinating of God. subject. Mm -hmm. The sons of God. So who and what are they? Exactly. Yeah, are yeah. they fallen angels? Um, are they angelic and not human? I mean, I don't know. There, yeah, I, I did some, you know, looking up at these articles and stuff and re reading them. And there, whatever, there's like three or four, uh, five maybe um, explanations that are generally accepted by a good part of, you know, portion of the people. And they all have backup for each different one. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to say, but this is one thing that makes me think maybe angels, fallen angels, is because um, the Nephilim were on the earth in those days, mm -hmm. right? Before the flood and also after, because we see them later on, like in Joshua and whatever, when they go into the land, the Nephilim, also called Anak, the yeah. Anakites, mm -hmm. are there again. If everybody except Noah, his three sons, and their wives were destroyed, where did they come from? The second right. time. Yeah. That's right. an interesting question. Yeah. Right. Well, that makes me think maybe they're not of this world. Well, one of the things that I read <clears throat> said something about angels not being able to fear in a to appear in a bodily form, which mm -hmm. that was kind of contrary to everything that I've ever heard and read because the angels have appeared to people. Um, mm -hmm. Daniel saw mm -hmm. an angel. Mary saw an angel. Joseph had a dream about an angel. Um, the angels appeared to the shepherds. I mean, we've got a lot of angelic appearances. Um, and so I, you know, I, I, as that was one of my things was, well, I, I sure think they could have been because I do think that angels can appear in a bodily form. Um, but you're right. There, there are, Several different lines of thought, mm -hmm. um, and it's not perfectly clear in the word who they right. are. We don't know. That's what it's one of the mysteries, except that they're documented. And the people of the time, it wasn't confusing to them. They knew what they were talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, was, there's, I'm sorry, go ahead, Rosemary. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say there's two different things that um, I was reading, and one of them is right here in verse 4 where it says they were heroes of old, men mm -hmm. of renown, which sounds good, heroes. Mm -hmm. But when you um, read in further on and in different places, they were not. They were evil. So it's just really confusing. I think it's one of those things that can be... Um, really divisive or can make people go, you know what, this whole thing is, I think it's a place where people can step away from God and say, this doesn't make sense. And I, it's just a fairy tale. 
So that's a good point. It's like whenever we're looking at scripture, we want to check, does this scripture, first of all, deal with salvation? And it's like, this does not, our salvation does not depend on this. Exactly. Then we want to look at, at um, does it impede the authority of God? Does it do anything where it doesn't acknowledge the authority of God? Or are we struggling with that piece of it? Really, it doesn't. Like, were there giants or not giants? I don't know. Um, and so, what I love what you were saying, Terry, is like, you, you just further go on and look for scripture. Does it confirm or not confirm? And then ultimately, it's like, um, we try to rightly divide the word of truth. When we go through scripture, when we look at what it says, not, I liked what Karen had to say. She goes, let's just look at what the word says, as opposed to deciding to put what we want to have on that. And she used two words, exegesis versus eisegesis, having our own opinion Mm -hmm. on it. So this is one of those portions in scripture where we can look at it. It's pretty interesting, but our salvation does not depend on this. Mm -hmm. And that's an important thing. Another important thing there's this guy named Tyrus. He's a World Federation wrestler, and he is six foot six, three hundred sixty pounds. <laughs> but he says, "But I identify as one twenty-five. <laughs> I'm going to hang with that one. I like that. <laughs> Talk about giants. Well, I mean, we still have some people that are seven and eight feet in the world today, right? Yeah. Um, so it, I think the Bible's pretty clear. There were giants." Yeah. So, okay, we can accept that as truth. Mm-hmm. And it's not just in one place. It's confirmed right. in several places that they existed. That's All right, true. So that, then we also know that we're not going to, only God knows everything. Right. We are never mm-hmm. going to know everything as much as we might want to. Right. Um, I don't think that that's, like you said, Rosemary, that doesn't interfere with our salvation. That can mm-hmm. be something that you can set over here and say, that's a really interesting subject, the Nephilim. Right. But it, it doesn't it doesn't make any difference to my salvation. And so mm-hmm. it's just a very interesting subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not one that I have to know the background on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, Terry, I think you're right though, that people sometimes will, will latch onto things like this and say, well, it yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. So none of it makes sense. Right. Right. Um, but that's where one, that's where faith comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, like, I don't understand a lot of things in the world. I am right. not an expert on many, many, many things. I am not an expert on cutting countertops, right? Like, <laughs> it just blows my mind that there is this big rock that is in the earth. And then people take parts of that big rock. And now it is beautiful and straight and shiny and just goes right smooth along my kitchen. Right. It doesn't like my head. I understand that it works and that it happens, but I don't know the whole process. And it blows my mind to think that that side of a mountain is now laying in my kitchen. And you don't have to know. That's it. It's okay that I don't know all of the things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's okay to not know all of the things in the Bible. And if somebody tells you that you have to know all of the things in the Bible, well, then you stick your tongue out and give them a raspberry because that's not the truth. You know, it's interesting, just even as you're talking about that, you're talking about a present day thing, knowing how to do the countertops. Right. And just the whole thing with Genesis, improving Genesis and what happened with the creation of the earth. That's that historical knowledge that doesn't get replicated that you may not understand. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it's okay. Yeah. Absolutely. And like Rosemary said, this is not our salvation does not depend mm-hmm. on this. Nope. God never said, if you want to come to heaven, you better figure out who these giants were or were not. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's going to be a test. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's not what he said. Nope. He said, do you believe that my son, Jesus, was sent to die for you and that he was the ultimate sacrifice? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We'll know it in the sweet by and by. Oh. <laughs> I haven't heard that in years. That's good. It has been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of continuing to move, it's like the men of renown or the sons of God, as they were seen, um, they were, they were bad actually was my opinion of the things that I read. Men of renown kind of means like, you know about them, but they're not necessarily good. More infamous. They were infamous. That might be a good word that way too. But the thing that's also important to notice is the people were also corrupt in um, that passage in corruption, when they talked about the flood, um, they kept repeating the word corrupt, corrupt, corrupt. And, um, and we'll it, get to this, that. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, but we're headed that way for sure, because um, six and seven, five, six, and seven talk about how awful the people have become. Yeah. Right. The that whole they weren't pre- thinking about God at all, they were just living their lives. No, yeah, but it's worse than just living their lives. I think their hearts were only evil all the all time. The time. When, you, right. when I focus on those, you know, words, I, what are they? Adjectives? I don't know. But when I focus on those words, it's like, it makes all the difference in, you know, yeah, the people were just just partying and having a good old time and not thinking about God. This is bad. It's worse. Is, you're right. It's worse than yeah. way yeah. worse. They're pretty yeah. declarative. Like they're on the either end all the time yeah. only. They're very um, deliberate on that. Yeah. And the F, there's a FYI box. The whole pre-flood culture began, and this is from Kent Hughes, um, whole pre-flood culture began a headlong plunge into to depravity so deep mm-hmm. that it deserved to die. Mm-hmm. So it, it's almost like we look around today and people aren't thinking about God. Yep, that's happening. But then there's this whole other level that people were taking. Mm-hmm. And they were just progressing more and more and more and more into that sin. Well, that same that same quote goes on to say, what we see here is a takeover of culture by Satan and his hosts. Evil has multiplied mm-hmm. faster than the population so that it has spread through the entire people of Earth. Mm-hmm. Right. And more important than the details of this episode are that man was beyond self-help. Like they are beyond man. There's no 12 step program. There is no self-help book. There is no accountability partner that can pull these people out of what is going on. So I just thinking about that too, was how fast evil moved Mm -hmm. and it had to be supernatural at some level. And I'm sure man was participating in that. We now have global communication with all the stuff that we deal with. They did not have that. Yeah. And yet the evil spread that fast, that far, that completely mm-hmm. in 1600 years. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like 16. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. In the New Testament, you know, there's that scripture that says, if we continue in our sin, God will give us over to a reprobate spirit. So I think what happens at a certain point is God says, okay, that's, that's the choice you make. You're going to live that way. Then I'm just going to let those spirits have at it. 
with my you. spirit will not contend with man mm-hmm. forever. That's right. right. Um, mm-hmm. so. but, have, but don't you know people where it's like, you know, they're in sin, not like we're their gods. That's not even it. It's just people that we love. Right. You know, they're walking in sin and there's a point it's like, um, I can't even, they won't even listen to me. Mm-hmm. They don't even care that I'm here. They don't even care what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's like, then you're with your sin. That's a choice that you made. Um, certainly we can pray for them. We can love them. We can care for them. Um, but there's a point that sin needs to be the one to help bring people to their knees might be a way to say it. And hopefully the gracious hand of God keeps them from going too far. Mm-hmm. You know, but it sounds like this, at this point, he wasn't. He had lifted his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have to remember this is before Jesus, before the Holy Spirit was given. Yeah. So this is like the direct communion line. We we don't have, you can't see my hand, but um, like this is the direct communion line. We don't have where Jesus has stood in the gap yet. That's right. So right. this is very much like, okay, I'm lifting my hand and then this world is going to be hell on earth really is kind of what mm-hmm. this is because it's nothing but evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just describing Romans three had some really <laughs> good stuff in there about um, the path of mankind under the power of sin and like how bad this really looked. And I think it's important for us to catch that and really get clear about this. No one is righteous, not even one. Um, all have turned away. They've become worthless. Their throats are open graves. Their tongues practice deceit. I'm like, ugh, oh, yeah. when I was reading that. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. The poison of vipers on their lips. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery mark their ways. And the way of peace they do not know. And there is no mm. fear of God before their eyes. Yeah. Oy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. tough to be in that environment and be the righteous man and the righteous preacher. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, on that happy note, before yeah. we move into um, the righteous man that is coming up next, um, Rosemary, why don't you go ahead and pray for us? Sure. Um, okay. <laughs> God, we just uh, come before you humble, Lord, um, trusting who you are and just also hopefully getting a clear picture of sin and evil and what it is like. And Lord, just trying to get a picture of what Noah was in as he was in this situation. God, there are times we think no one's listening to you. No one's listening to us talk about you. Um, But we know that it was way worse at this point. And um, I just can't get their throats having all that evil come the graves. There being open graves. I'm just, um, I pray, I'm grateful for Jesus, Lord. This is what you saved us from. This is what you have done out of your care and your loving for us and not letting go of us, God. You've given us Jesus, God. And we just thank you for um, the healing that he has, the resurrection, God. He's our savior. And he saved us from all of this. And I think sometimes when I'm not sure about my... um, how I'm doing or what's going on. What I know is I can look to him and he can show me who I am, Lord. He can show me what I, you want me to be. Um, Lord, we just thank you for your salvation, God. And um, we just praise you and just hope that we walk this out 
um, as we, on a daily basis. God, we just love you and thank you. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Mm-hmm. And cut. <laughs> 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 <laughs>